I'm News Nation senior national correspondent Brian Antin, and every week I'll take you behind the scenes of my life on the road, working on the stories you care about most. Here's where I'll share all the great interviews that don't always make the final cut. Some might be funny, some might be strange, but they are all part of the puzzle I'm putting together every day to inform you. This is Enton Across America. I am in uh, Florence, Alabama right now, uh, sitting outside the Lauderdale County Courthouse where the sentencing hearing for Casey White just wrapped up uh, a couple of minutes ago. It's a hot day here in Alabama, uh, and this was a wild story. It's the final chapter to this story, at least one of the final chapters now closed. You guys remember I was here in Alabama last year for this story. Um, it, was, it was wild, probably one of the wildest stories I've covered. Uh, Vicki White was the jail administrator, the longtime beloved, trusted jail administrator here in Lauderdale County. Uh, and she fell in love, according to the sheriff, with Casey White, who was an inmate, an inmate in jail for murder. Uh, they had this relationship that grew behind bars. And then Vicki, the beloved, trusted jail administrator and longtime sheriff's office employee, uh, helped Casey escape. There was the surveillance video. She said that he had an appointment at the courthouse. It was all made up. Um, and off they went together on the run for almost two weeks. Uh, I was chasing them around the country with my photog, Luis. We were chasing after them for all of our News Nation reports every night, trying to track them down. Got a tip from the U.S. Marshals. We ended up tracking them down to um, Evansville, Indiana. And we were there when it all came to an end. There was a police chase. They were in a stolen Cadillac. Um, and it all ended uh, with that police chase. And Vicki White actually ended up taking her own life right when the police moved in. She shot herself. But Casey survived. Really a sad story. A lot of people felt for Vicki. She was a lonely woman, it seemed, um, who uh, was looking for love in all the wrong places. Anyway, so Casey is taken back into custody. Fast forward now. And he had his sentencing hearing finally here um, in Lauderdale County, Alabama. Uh, he was sentenced to life in prison for the escape. Uh, the judge, uh, as part of a plea deal, sentenced him to life. He was originally charged with the escape, but also charged with a, a, a strange murder charge related to Vicky killing herself, which didn't actually end up uh, holding up. That part was dropped as part of the plea deal. So he was only eventually charged with escape, and now he faces life in prison. Uh, I was behind the courthouse. I staked out behind the courthouse to see Casey when they brought him in through the back. I remembered there's a spot where you could see him and yell questions. Um, I'm going to play this for you. You can hear me shouting a couple questions at him. Casey, Casey, were you and Vicky in love? Were you and Vicky in love? Why did you lie to me about killing the woman in Evansville? You can see he didn't answer any of my questions. Um, the second question you might have found interesting about why did you lie to me? I'm going to get to that in a second. So hold off with me for a second on that. I'll explain that part to you in a second. But let me explain the sentence to you. Uh, life in prison for Casey White. Um, the prosecution got up and spoke in court and said uh, that he was manipulative, that he manipulated Vicki White, the, the jailer. Her family was in court sitting right there in the front row. Her elderly mom, I believe one of her siblings, the prosecutor said her elderly mom wanted to speak, um, but uh, was just too emotional to speak in court and said that the family's really just still torn up about the whole thing and that Casey manipulated Vicky, this good woman, uh, when she was at a low point in her life. 
um, and that he deserved life, which which is what he eventually got. Um, then Casey White spoke, which was really interesting. He said that he feels like the most hated man in the world, that he loved Vicky um, and would never drag her name through the mud, uh, that they were in love, that he loved her with all his heart, that she's the first person who showed him any affection in six years while he was behind bars, that the first person who hugged him in six years, the first person who believed in him in six years. He then looked right at Vicky's family and apologized to the family um, and said that the only thing Vicky regretted uh, about the whole thing was was hurting her family. I mean, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, you know, if only Vicky could speak. Um, we really don't know what she thought or what she regretted or how she felt about the whole thing because we never had a chance to hear from Vicky because she took her own life. Again, there's sad component to all of this because I interviewed so many people covering this over over time who knew Vicky and say that she was a wonderful person. So you, you can't help but feel for her, wonder, you know, she had had a, a rough go in life with love and apparently, um, according to many, got sucked in by Casey. Uh, but he got up and spoke and then it was after that uh, that the judge um, sentenced him to life in prison. He's a giant man. He's he's skinnier than when I saw him last, but he's still giant. When I say giant, I mean he's like seven feet tall. He's he's just this giant figure. So even just seeing him stand up in the courtroom was uh, was really interesting. After court, his lawyers came out, tried to put the blame back on Vicky, and said she's the one who had the keys to the cell. Uh, listen to what Mark McDaniel said outside. It's, it's not all on Casey. It's two-way street, folks. I mean. Uh, she had the keys to the jail. She's a great, a sweet, kind woman. But like I said before the judge, he didn't have the keys. He was in a cage. She had the keys. Some people may say that, you know, she had the keys to his freedom and he had the keys to her heart. Maybe they would. Maybe they'd see it. I don't know. But uh, be that as it may, that's, uh, that's, we all saw it. And like I said to the judge, I don't, you know, y'all try to figure it out. Okay, so this chapter over, the judge made it clear in addition to sentencing him to life that he can't make any money off this, by the way. So if Netflix comes calling or some kind of book deal or movie deal, uh, the judge said, you know, it's in the law that he can't profit off of all of this. But now back to that other thing I told you I was going to tell you about, that that part about him confessing to me and me asking about him, asking him about that when he was outside. Uh, I had started writing Casey White uh, in prison uh, right after he got caught, after this whole thing went down. Just because I wanted to hear his side of the story, especially with Vicky dead. Just there was this curiosity that I had and so many had about whether they were really in love, what happened behind the scenes. Just I was curious. Um, and I was shocked. I wrote him. He wrote back a couple times. Short, not really, didn't say much. And then one day he called me. And it was, it was when I was in Idaho um, covering the the homicides in Idaho of the college students. And uh, I was just sitting in my hotel room and he called and I recorded it. And I was shocked when he um, confessed another murder to me, which uh, I'm going to explain in a second because I don't believe the confession is real, but it was still a crazy phone call. Um, Listen to what he said when, at least parts of what he said, uh, when he called me. You were saying you needed to talk to me ASAP. What's going on? A little confession to Mike. I got a, a woman, a baby girl buried up in the Evansville, Indiana. I can't have a mother girl. And uh, I don't want to talk to nobody about it. They had my case up there that day. So did, did you say that there's a woman buried up there? Yes. Did you kill someone else? Yes. 
with their body of theirs and ain't been buried yet. I mean, that's that big. You know, we're talking about it, but they're pretty happy with handled that energy in the heavens to Indiana. When was the when was the person killed? I'm sorry, again, it's muffled. When did when did it happen? When I was in Vicky was at the motel. Oh, when you were in Vicky, you were at the motel. So you killed someone at the motel. Yeah. Do you know how about how old the woman was? No, I don't know none of the details, but I know I'm alive and well. I'm sober. I'm a clear thinking. Why did you decide today to confess this? Because I had to. So it was wild. I was shocked, as you can imagine, um, when he said all of that. And initially, I was like, oh my gosh, like there's uh, could be another murder involved. This, this is huge. Um, called my producer. And then immediately called the sheriff who I'd become friendly with through this whole thing. And he put me in touch with Evansville police because that's where Casey said this murder happened. And immediately when I talked to the Evansville police detective, they said, uh, this isn't true. He's done stuff like this before. He's manipulative. We think he just wants to muddy the waters going into his next murder trial. He's in, he was, you know, he's, the reason he was in jail to begin with was for a murder, which I'll talk about in a second. And they said, we don't think it's true. The sheriff told me the same thing. Sheriff Singleton in Lauderdale County, Alabama, uh, that he had kind of a rap for this. And uh, then, you know, I, I believed it um, because I think they would have known if there was a missing woman, probably. But still, just to double check, we um, put in a bunch of open records requests in Evansville, Indiana and surrounding areas just to see if there were any missing people. And, and nothing really matched up with that time frame. So it appears that he, he was lying um, I talked to former Lauderdale County Sheriff Rick Singleton about it, uh, and one of Casey White's lawyers, Robert Tootin, also talked about it. I listened to what they said. Is it just him being manipulative in his own I, way? He's a master manipulator. Yeah, I don't, what his motive would be for, for telling that, uh, you know, those kind of stories or, or tales or, or sharing that kind of information uh, hadn't panned out. Were you surprised that he called me? Are we surprised that he called you? I'm surprised. I don't. I don't even know how to answer that. <laughs> Is there any chance uh, that that he did kill someone else while they were on the run? Well, I think that's highly unlikely. We know of at least one other instance, and maybe more, where he's confessed to things like that. Uh, we believe in hopes of being transferred out of prison. So, no evidence that there is another secret murder. That confession that he. Uh, said to me on the phone, very, very bizarre. Uh, so, so this chapter now closed, but the Casey White story isn't totally over. Uh, there is a murder trial. He's accused of murder. Again, the reason he was in jail to begin with. Uh, that is coming up in August. He's accused of stabbing a woman named Connie Ridgeway to death here in Alabama. So he'll be on trial for, for that in August. Is it possible this confession that he gave to me was just to somehow muddy the waters going into that trial? Certainly possible, especially because... Much of that trial is based on a confession that he's now trying to recant. So is he trying to say, look, I just confess all these things I didn't do? I don't know. Still, the whole the whole thing from beginning to end has been bizarre. Um, just sitting out here outside in, in Alabama right now, it's I'm just having all these flashbacks to when we were chasing Vicky and Casey around. And uh, again, it was, it was a wild story to cover. 
Um, hopefully, Vicky's family has some peace right now because they're um, seem like really good people from everything that we can tell. Uh, and now he's got this life sentence. So we'll keep you guys posted and I'll let you know where I end up next. Thanks for checking in with me on the road. To see what I'm up to next, make sure to tune into News Nation. And if you don't know where to watch us, just go to www.joinnn.com. Just pop in your zip code and the channel finder will show you where to find us. Don't forget, we're also on all the streamers, Hulu, Roku, and YouTube TV. And if you have a story that you think I need to know about, then hit me up on Twitter. I'd love to look into it. Catch you next time on Enton Across America. Thank you.